Now it's time for our weekly catch-up with the Labour Party's Carmel Cipolloni. This week, for our catch-up with Labour Deputy Leader Carmel Cipolloni, I ask about the Ministry of Social Development's Select Committee questioning on benefit sanctions and the law the government has passed under urgency this week. Here is that interview. Last week, an MSD official was accused of misleading politicians over whether or not beneficiaries are sanctioned for not attending work expos. The status quo is more likely, yes, beneficiaries are sanctioned for not attending work expos. Is this something you support? Well, I think that they it was a very robust debate that was going on in the select committee. To be fair, it was kind of broken up because at the time we just received the um, news about FFO and industry after that debate, uh, we suspended the the actual select committee. Um, there are still some sanctions and work obligations that are are applied, um, and generally they are applied sparingly um, and as a last resort. Uh, and that is certainly something that I endorsed when I was the minister. We saw a huge drop off in the number of. Uh, sanctions that were applied, particularly with respect to families uh, that had children. My concern now is that the rhetoric from the government means that they're going to uh, be less considered when applying them, or their expectation is that they're going to be applied more. And that uh, doesn't you know, support those families that are already in poverty. Often the reason why someone may get a sanction applied is because they've missed an, or, or they're not not a sanction, but they may be at risk of getting a sanction applied is because they've missed an appointment. There are often uh, reasons for that. Um, and there have been opportunities to re-comply, uh, which means that they are contacted uh, before, you know, numerous times before they actually have a sanction applied. Uh, and so that has seen the drop-off in terms of the consideration of whether or not a sanction is applied, and we want that to continue. Does this mean the rules around sanctions for beneficiaries still need to change, or are they okay as they are? Well, we were still exploring the sanctions that are in place. Um, I did say when I was minister, right from the start, that we wouldn't necessarily see all work obligations go. Um, it needed to be a last resort where those sanctions were applied, uh, and so I think that it's important that that work continues. I don't trust that the review of sanctions and whether or not they work will continue under this government, they seem to be hell-bent on just pushing things through with no evidence base. Uh, whereas the evidence base that we have seen is that they don't necessarily lead to the outcomes uh, that, uh, you know, officials or governments assume they might, you know. And so if they don't work, then there needs to be some consideration for whether or not they should still exist. Speaking of pushing things through, the government has been busy rapidly passing legislation under urgency this week. Te Pātamaari has pushed back against this use of urgency as being unconstitutional. Would you agree with this? Uh, the way that we've all been pushing back, every political party in opposition, the Greens, Māori Party and the Labour Party, on the way that this government is using uh, urgency. The, the disestablishment of the Māori Health Authority being pushed through an urgency is a classic example. Uh, you know, at the end of this week, we're expecting that the Waitangi Tribunal's ruling will come out on this decision. And so you would expect that they could wait until that information comes forward before they had to actually take this legislation through, particularly given that the commencement date is not until June the 30th. So there was no need to do that at urgency this week. 
Uh, also, there are a lot of New Zealanders out there that would want the opportunity for their voice to be heard on that particular bill, but they won't because of the fact that it got pushed through an urgency. Sometimes urgency is necessary. Uh, you know, it may be that there's uh, some deadline that needs to be met uh, in order for the, uh, you know, for the, so the legislation needs to be passed. But with that particular bill, uh, there was no urgency required. Then we had the smoke-free legislation go through or the repeal of smoke-free legislation go through an urgency. Again, why is that a priority for New Zealand? And what is the urgency in that? The only thing that we can... Uh, you know, draw a conclusion on is that they, the government have been captured by tobacco lobbyists. And that should be a concern to all New Zealand. Part of the specific legislation passed, as you mentioned, included the scrapping of the Māori Health Authority. Is this specific legislation consistent with improving health outcomes for Māori? And I know you know this, but who often have worse health outcomes than other demographics? Absolutely. And so what now what is going to happen is we go back to the status quo. The status quo uh, over the course of decades has not been working for Māori. Māori die younger. Uh, Māori uh, are often at, at the, the bottom of the statistics for a number of health outcomes. And this was an attempt to actually build a platform to change that. It was really disappointing in the House <laughs> to hear some members from the government talking about how uh, we need to make sure that uh, access to healthcare is fair and that uh, that healthcare is not race-based. Well, it has not privileged Māori in any way uh, over the course of the history of this country. And so the establishment of the Māori Health Authority was actually to support the changing the health outcomes for Māori, was supported by the health experts, was supported by Māori, uh, and it was an important change and an important platform that has now just been ripped away. And so we go back to the status quo. Basically, we're condemning Māori further uh, to continued uh, health statistics that fall below the rest of New Zealand. That's not good for Māori, but it's actually not good for all of New Zealand as well. Can you elaborate a bit on what you mean by it's not good for any New Zealanders? Because a lot of this rhetoric has focused on Māori, but how would it impact other demographics? Well, we all at some point in time, across the course of our lives, need to access the health system. Uh, often, you know, there are waiting lists for things. Often uh, there are delays in being able to get uh, the health support that we need, whether it's something simple like a, a GP appointment. Now, when you've got particular um, demographic groups uh, who are having to access the health system more than anyone else, uh, because of the, the uh, health conditions that they uh, are un, you know, un, uh, represented uh, disproportionately with, and that puts pressure on the health system for everyone, and it's pressure that is actually avoidable. And so if we were to respond to the health needs of the demographic groups that unfortunately have the poorest health outcomes, then we would be responding to the demand and addressing the demands on the health system potentially freeing up uh, the capacity for the health system to respond to all of the needs of New Zealanders. But instead now, we've gone back to square one, which is uh, uh, basically a space where we've got a particular group, Māori, uh, who are going to need to access the health system more than anyone else 
and, and it's avoidable. So really this government is cutting off their nose despite their face? Well, it feels that way. And it also feels, uh, you know, the narrative around it with regards to uh, them pushing out during the election, and now they continue to, that a Māori Health Authority was a race-based decision and that in, in some way it was unfair to the rest of New Zealand, uh, or the rest of New Zealanders, you know, was just an um, just a, a terrible, terrible narrative that has created division amongst New Zealanders and then doesn't lead us to actually being able to make progress with regards to, you know, healthcare for Māori or for all New Zealanders. That was Labour Deputy Leader Carmel Cipollone on benefit sanctions and the laws passed under urgency this week. That was the Labour Party's Carmel Cipollone.